right there. Get on the court. Hello, everyone. Here we are. Long-winded spiel. Back. Episode 11. Coming at you on a uh, Monday night. We're actually in the middle of uh, watching Monday Night Football. <clears throat> Rogers. <laughs> Sorry for the uh, loud noises in the background. Um, uh, Billy's kind of getting right, himself so. organized. Um, but anyway, so yeah. Uh, we wanted uh, just to come out with a quick little podcast. Just to kind of... Um, uh, we have some exciting stuff going on tonight. with A couple friends of ours are actually going to be going on a, a magical mushroom journey. Mm-hmm. And uh, just a random idea came up of just talking about it, you know, what they're looking for, uh, as far as, like, you know, what kind of, I don't know, knowledge or experience they're, they're looking to get out of this one. But, uh, but yeah, so um, I'm myself again, I'm, I'm here. Uh, Derek Lee Ramsey's here once again. Uh, we'll go around the circle introducing everybody. Yo, 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 Mike G back here. <clears throat> Billy Blevins. Billy Blevins back. Mr. Matt Roadhouse Rodick. Matt Roadhouse Rodick's back in the house again. So, uh, all right, everyone. So let's get started. So, uh, Billy, are you excited, man? Yeah, I'm going to go to a different dimension, bro. A different dimension. <laughs> yes. A different dimension. See what's up with them aliens, bro. Yeah, yeah talk for to sure. Dr. Strange, bro. Uh-huh. <laughs> Dr. Strange and me are real strange, bro. We're going to meet up in a different dimension. That's where we meet up, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's right, man. So, yeah, for uh, those of you that aren't too familiar with shrooms, it is uh, dried seven. out. Exactly. It's, it's a dried out mushroom. Uh, Billy, you want to kind of talk about the psychoactive properties of it? Or? And or spell yeah, psilocybin? Yeah. <laughs> psilocybin pretty much is the main psychoactive um, chemical inside of it. Uh, it just, you know, kind of makes you not necessarily hallucinate, but you do get like this out of body experience. I really enjoy it. Sensory overload is kind of how I, I uh, describe it. It's hmm. like a reset button for your mind. A oh, reset no, button? Yeah, it's like a reset button for sure. I, I, like on I, Sega? Mm-hmm. Okay. What makes like, you say that? Oh. So you start life all over again? Know what I'm saying? You go back to checkpoint? <laughs> yeah, you come out of a vagina cl- real quick right after you get done with your shrimp trip and then, you know, start to square one. Yeah, I mean, the way I kind of understand what Billy's saying, like how I view it is like by a reset button... It's not as in like life or anything like that. It's just more so like your views, your views on yourself. Uh, uh, certain insecurities really come forward. And it's kind of up to you to deal with those demons, like something that you've been kind of trying to hold off in the back side of your mind where you're just like, I don't want to think about this issue that I have or this problem or this insecurity that I might have on myself. Mm-hmm. Shrooms kind of brings that to light a little bit, but like not in a way to where um, you lose yourself in your own thoughts, more in a way to where it's like an actual feeling, like you actually feel those emotions and that, hmm. um, just like that raw, um, uh, just uh, those raw feelings of just like, uh, whether it's, um, I don't know, hate, uh, usually it's not about hate, but I mean, huh. I mean, for me at least, I mean, I've never really had a moment while shrooming where I hated something, but I definitely had a moment where I was... I was aware that I, I had made a decision and, and uh, I, I, like a few months prior to that, and I was like really feeling guilty about that decision. So it was like one of those things where I kind of had to face that, you know. So I don't know. It's just so, so by reset, I kind of mean that like it's a reset of your ego, you know. It's like a reset of like holy yeah. shit, that was an experience. I kind of I, I kind of have to take everything with a grain of salt because you really don't have it all figured out. I mean. Uh, uh, for me, sometimes it takes months before I really figure out what actually happened and what I was seeing and how I can put that in perspective. <clears throat> for me, yeah, it, that's just me. For me, it really helps me like realize that mm, the problems that we think we have are not really even anything big in any way, shape, or form. Typically, it's just like a communication issue or something stupid and simple that you can actually take care of if you mm-hmm. just do it. 
So that makes sense. So you, guys, you guys are obviously you guys respond really well to to the mushrooms. I've had mixed feelings on it for a while. What do you think is the most important thing to going into doing something like this? In all reality, I think being by yourself is the most important thing because you don't have that anxiety about what am I going to do in front of somebody else? How am I, mm-hmm. you know, how am I going to react in front of these other people and this thing that I haven't taken before right. and all this kind of stuff. And you also got to realize that you can't die for a minute. You're not going to just ran, you know, you're not going to have some crazy, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. obviously if you're on antidepressants, you shouldn't take anything tryptamine based or psilocybin based. Not that we're offering medical advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do whatever the fuck you want, but yeah. Checked it out on WebMD. No, this is. I've done my research. Me and Dr. Strange done met up, bro. (laughs) (laughs) It was otherworldly. So, yeah, just like. um, yeah. For me, alone. I think it's being by yourself and in all reality being in a dark room. That's that's the best way I think you you got to do it. And uh just you don't have any other outside influences and you go mm-hmm. ahead and di- you dive into yourself and you figure out things that you want to figure out. The mushrooms will take you to the place that you need to go. You know, like it's it's almost like it knows what you need to work on and then mm-hmm. you kind of like face those demons like that's why i think honestly bad trips sometimes are a great great fucking Mm -hmm. thing because like even if you have a horrible horrible trip like a bad trip you still when you're done you still feel good about it you still learn something Mm -hmm. like there's oh in all reality you might learn more from a bad trip than you do a good trip that's that's solid i can get behind that i definitely feel like that after my first trip was pretty gnarly pretty intense and going through all that uh, but it does. It kind of it shows you what you need to work on, even if you don't really understand it. My first time doing it, did a, again. We talked about this before. I did a little bit too much, and I got I got lost in my own head, and I really mm-hmm. felt like, you know, how people say that uh, you know um, you understand when you get older, kind of idea. Like life experiences are really what teach us most about most of who we are. I think, mm-hmm. sure. and I think that this is kind of like an acceleration oh, of that yeah. learning process where you exactly. can you can really gain years of knowledge maybe not years of knowledge but a significant amount of knowledge in a shorter period of time just in a few hours oh, yeah. laying out underneath the stars what's interesting I, I heard I don't know who had this example but they said if you saw a real life dragon flying overhead and or some crazy shit like that it would probably change your life or at least change the way you think about something right 100% so if this happens during a shroom trip, the crazy thing is, is it kind of has that profound effect on you because it seems so real and there's no proof. There's no proving that it's not real. There's no proving that you're not tapping into a different dimension somehow. I mean, originally they thought you were like poisoning your brain and that's why you're fucking hallucinating or whatever. But nowadays in all reality, we don't know what the fuck's going on. We don't know shit about the human brain the way people really think we do. For sure. Well, technically, we are poisoning ourselves. I mean, whenever you take mushrooms, um, that nausea, that nausea feeling—that's actually that—that's your body, like you know, adjusting to it. it. It doesn't know that it's a fucking chemical. It just assumes it's rotten food, and it needs to it needs to get it out. Which is why most people experience the nausea, the vomiting, et cetera, et cetera, or the stomach aches. Um, a nice way around that, people, is to make Marijuana. a tea, chamomile specifically, oh. slice of uh, lemon, a little bit of uh, honey to kind of sweeten that bitch up, 
Um, if you smoke reefer, eat more the better. Uh, nice little bowl oh, right before, yeah. and uh, boil the shrooms into the tea. And it's um. And don't eat good. the mushrooms. Just uh, just just drink the tea. Unless unless, unless you want to get down. <laughs> well, I mean, in all reality, it's it, the, all the psilocybin has been completely boiled out of the mushrooms. So you don't have to eat the mushrooms and have that flavor in your mouth if you do end up throwing up. If you end up throwing up and you don't have anything in your stomach but some tea, it's not a horrible experience. When you throw up, when you got fucking chunks of mushrooms uh-huh. stuck all in your mouth and nose and you got that taste in your mouth for the next hour, that really sucks dick. Especially when you throw up dried mushrooms, Ugh. as opposed to throwing <coughs> up chamomile tea that has a slice With of a, lemon and a, a little dash bit of honey. honey. <laughs> Did not I think mean, about that. Choose, you know, pick your battles, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's just planning ahead, too. I mean, that's just yeah. smart. I yeah. mean, last time I threw up, it was Limpton tea. So it wasn't as good as chamomile, mm. but it was sweet. <laughs> Had that sweet taste. Did you guys feel like you well, doing mushrooms, you can... You could do that to figure stuff out, or can you do that and just kind of wonder and imagine? Can you get lost I, in your imagination so. rather than just? Like, are you saying like closing your eyes? Like you go ahead and close your eyes and you just kind of like let those. Are you talking well, not about not being on mushrooms? No, I'm talking about like doing doing mushrooms, and instead of like trying to figure out parts of your psyche and what's going on in your head and why certain things affected you, can you just go and just like use your imagination and stare at the stars and the trees? Oh, and draw absolutely! Like, yeah. well, is I, that something the mushrooms can I used for too? Yeah, I, I've done it just and sat there and, and listened to comedy specials. Really? And just laugh my fucking ass off, huh. like. Uh, for example, the first time I did a trip with you, that was your first time. Uh, I was just thinking of fucking shit that was just so hilarious, and I could not stop laughing. You were laughing the entire trip. Yeah, the fucking, fucking hours, yeah. hours, just laughing my ass <laughs> off. I was just in a great fucking spot, huh? and that was just like it, it, that was the like second time that I've had such a euphoric experience that like. It's it's beyond what I've had in sex. That's for damn sure. Like it's ridiculous. Like I had teardrops coming down my face, and it was more. It was might have been the most euphoric thing I've ever felt. Just slowly coming down, and you can feel every little bump, every little everything. It is. It doesn't even make sense how good it feels. That's, you're talking about sex, right? No. Um, <laughs> really cries every time during sex. I cry. Like, why does it gotta hurt? <laughs> oh, no. I thought I was supposed to put something in you. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's oh, Jesus. Yeah. I don't know, man. I still think I've had a better experience or better uh, sensation while having sex, but I definitely understand. <laughs> what kind of um, pussy you get? Damn. Good time. Yum yum. Getting extra good. Mm. God damn! I, I gotta step my game. I work up. for mine. No, uh, no, yeah, uh, but I get it though, because like there, there is this, um, this I don't know, sense of joy and love that you. Um, I, I don't know. Like I, this might sound a little. No, you. Yeah. <laughs> I just. Are we talking about sex now? Every time I'm like, we're talking. They gotta be talking about sex this time. Definitely They're for sure talking about sex this time. I just. Shrooms. Now I gotta. Shrooms now, does. Uh, it, it gives me a fucking uh, a feeling of joy. For sure. I gotta have sex on shrooms now. Oh shit! Yeah, it might be too go. much, man. I gotta make yeah, it real good. Pretty gnarly. It sounds. It I just might be too much. spray like, and you just see my balls shrivel like this. <laughs> <laughs> it just completely drains them. <laughs> what if it is the best Can sex you ever? You know what I mean? Like the best sex ever is probably ecstasy sex. I don't want to have yeah, the best dude. sex ever. Like, Ooh, right. that baby, sounds like over the hill at that point. You mm. know what I mean? 
Like, mm-hmm. I don't, I still want to think that I have yet to have the best sex ever because otherwise I'd be really depressed right now thinking like, oh shit, I'm over the hill, fucking past the prime, never going to have any better sex, dude, than what I had. No way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying. So that's why you've always kind of got to, I don't know, like I leave some of those reserves, like maybe when I'm 77 or 85 and I'm like, you know what? Time to fuck on some shrooms. You know, let me see what this is all about. I, I can like risk that approach. it. Now. Yeah, I like you know that I mean? approach. You don't want to peek too soon. I don't want to peek yeah. exactly. I don't want to <laughs> yeah. see all. I don't want to uncover the whole mystery when there's still a lot of a lot of game left to be played. That's a good point. That's you good know point. what I mean. Every time I nut, it feels good. So I'm just gonna keep on chugging them out. But what if you just what if you just think about going to different places in the world and experiment with these drugs? Oh, like, I heard somebody say the other day <laughs> uh, uh, doing mushrooms at the Vatican. Like just at the beach, like we just, we did, we did moon rocks, MDMA at the beach on Thanksgiving and it was fucking amazing. Huh. Like it's they, seriously, there was glass. The ocean was just glass. Oh really? And as, as the, so the, all the colors on the sky are a gradient up into the sky. So it's red, orange, purple, green, blue, everything you can imagine in the sky with the sun at the center of it. And you look at the ocean, and the waves come in reflecting this insane gradient on the sky. Mm-hmm. And then when they go back, it looks like someone had just uh, rinsed off all the uh, watercolors, and they were just rinsing back out to the ocean. It was yeah. fucking amazing. You know, and I just I imagine doing mushrooms on a, on a sunset like that at the mm-hmm. beach, and I, I just can't fucking wait. <laughs> I really can't wait to do that. Mushrooms like that at the top of the haiku stairs in fucking Hawaii, mm-hmm. dude. Have you ever heard of the haiku stairs? You guys were telling me about it oh once. Oh my god, it's unbelievable. What, what exactly is that for people who are... It's, uh, it, it, it used to be a staircase up to a uh, radio tower during World War II, so the Marines would have to run all the way up there every day. And uh, it's this uh, radio tower that could reach all the way across the world. And um, they since have retired it, but they've kept the stairs open. They redid them in like 2009. And it, these stairs are almost straight up and down like a ladder. And uh, it, uh, I want to say it's like 1,500 stairs or more, and it goes to the top of uh, the tallest little uh, little mountain in uh, that big island. On Oahu? Uh-huh. And so uh, you can get up to the top of it, and it's just unbelievable, gorgeous view of the entire island. Can you camp up there? You're technically not allowed to go up it right now. Technically, it's illegal to go up, Ooh. and you cannot get permits, but there's ways to sneak around the guard shack and go up it. Is this and a stairway to heaven? Yeah, stairway oh, to heaven. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Go up there and just get the fucking best view in all of Oahu. Go up there and just fuck, fuck, fuck. No. And come back down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man, if you, if you find a girl that's down for something like that, to actually have sex at the top of something like that. At the top of like Half Dome? You stay with her for it's a very long dome. time. There's you, a bunch of people around. Fuck it. Dude, <laughs> like, that is a down woman. For sure. I was just watching. Uh, have you guys seen that uh, documentary on Netflix called Valley Uprising? No. Uh, Holy shit! No, Drop what you're doing and go watch that shit. All right. right. Well, <laughs> listeners, we are gonna get back to you. Then we got something. See to you do. later, fuckheads. <laughs> really, dude. It, it's all about rock climbing in uh, Yosemite Valley from starting in the 1960s, and it's just bonkers to watch the evolution grow along with like uh, with the 1960s revolution, everything else that went on during that time. It's insane. And now these motherfuckers are free climbing. Just that's one guy with no ropes, no nothing, just chalk, and he carries now a parachute on his back. Huh. So if he falls off. He can jump out and pull the parachute. But the idea is these guys are climbing up this 
El Capitan is 3,000 feet tall. Oh my god. They climb, the sh- climb up this shit. And it's a vertical fucking. Fucking vertical. Just straight and they're vertical. doing the dawn wall too, which is the, the, the wall uh, that gets the first yeah. light in the morning. Yeah. And they're climbing up this fucking thing and then with their squirrel suit jumping off. Oh god. Like the ultimate fucking rush. See, that's the one ultimate. Thing. That's the I one thing that that I've never got about people that climb Everest. Like you'll hear about people like, oh, they couldn't get back down the mountain, blah blah blah. Well, why didn't you fucking take a parachute with you? Uh-huh. And guess what? Oh, you know what? We don't have supplies. It's cold as fuck. I can't get down. Jump off that bitch. Mm-hmm. Easy peasy. Jump off I'm that sure bitch. It's just like that. Is the, air, is the, air the fucking cool? wind just takes you like two hundred miles away. <laughs> I think you might die from the elevation change. I was that, gonna say speed. that. Yeah. Nah. No. I wonder if the air You're going over 100 miles an hour. Yeah, but the elevation, it wouldn't do anything. Obviously, you can jump from that high with no oxygen and from a plane. What I'm saying, the the mm. deceleration, as your error, the acceleration as you go down in elevation, wouldn't mm-hmm. you get elevation sickness? No. You don't get it in reverse? I don't know about that. No, you don't I feel get like it in reverse. The air gets thicker. The air gets thicker. Yeah, but the, and you still have to, oh, I don't know. You got to think. People, sky, people skydive from 30,000 yeah, feet. I was going to say, we're, I don't even know how tall it is, yeah. so I don't know if it's, it's even. Gotta be it's under, thir- it's it under 30,000 feet. That's Google. for damn sure. Yeah, well, know, under 30,000 feet is pretty fucking tall. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I'm It's 14, yeah. So what I'm what I'm trying to say is I'm pretty sure people skydive. That's the limit at 30,000 feet with no oxygen. That's a good point. So, if they're doing it like that, obviously you don't get sick if you're not jumping, you know, in the auction. What if you did mushrooms and then jumped out of a... Corset mushrooms would really work good. Oh, is that right? <laughs> yeah. Mount, Mount Still Simon, I don't know. You might throw up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. 29,000 feet. Yeah, so I was going to oh. say it's right at 30. Yeah. <laughs> nah, way off, bro. Way, way off. No, well, well I mean, you guys you went, I don't you know if, if, if <laughs> the hybrid kid would actually kill you, but what I'm saying is like... How do they know? Like the people that made it to the top but couldn't make it back down. How? Do, I mean, how do we know they actually made it to the top? Ooh. Is there some sort of like radio? Well, Wim Hof they, has that world record. Well, and it's I mean, because he made they it traveled there and back. Yeah. But I'm talking about those that ended up not having not. enough supplies or not being prepared enough. How do we know they even went up to the up the mountain? How do, how do we know they even made it to the top of the mountain? Mm. Like to where they get credit of like, oh, they climbed. It, they, they made could, it. They died. They oh, died, but maybe, they made. Maybe it. Eyewitness? I'm, I'm calling bullshit. Maybe they have. I mean, nowadays they everybody's got to be filming it. I'm maybe well, maybe GPS, nowadays, GPS yeah. tracker. And I feel. And can't you? You can you can buy a resort pass to get to the summit, and you can do it in like three stages. You can just yeah. pay a resort fee, and they'll set everything up for you all the way up, and you can yeah. say you climbed Everest, which isn't really like okay, cool. You got the view from the top, but did you really climb Everest? Is yeah, it really? I don't know. I think that's bullshit. I think somebody yeah. has to die along the way in order to make <laughs> Otherwise, it. Like, yeah. yeah, dude, I fucking climbed it. <laughs> that shit's legit. Somebody died. <laughs> you do a couple fingers. Yeah, something. Frostbite. You doing sandals yeah. and shorts, like one but, off. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, let me just, lose your toes. Like, if you lose your toes, I think Someone's that's credible enough yeah. to say. You yeah. lose just the head of your dick. Just the head. Man, I'd rather I'd rather lose both feet. <laughs> <laughs> I can do well, without that, the head. I got enough there. <laughs> I lose all I lose all the sensitivity. That's my best I have to fuck on. I have to fuck on MDMA. Oh man, what is that? Do? I think that's the thing. I think if you lose your head, you have to fuck on MDMA to get to to so? come. Probably. Maybe she I has to be on MDMA. What if that was like a torture thing? They just they just like peeling a fucking apple. They just sliced off the. Oh cut my off god! Just, just the tip. Oh my best friend. Shaved is it off. Oh my right god! Now. You're giving me images now. Don't Dude. do that. 
That's terrible. I'm just saying. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> don't let me. Don't don't be my fucking enemy. I'll torture the fuck out of you. Dude, that's so cruel. I would hope. Oh man, give me a bullet. <laughs> yeah, a bullet to the dick. Give me a bullet. Boom. <laughs> that's better. Oh than, that's God. even better than what you were saying. And <laughs> just gets all split up. I oh no! I would definitely take that, some MDMA. That tea that we were talking about just came out a little bit. I just cried a little bit. <laughs> it's a hollow point too. It just right. <laughs> oh my god! It looks like uh, the. No, no. Let's not even do it. <laughs> so Black Friday. Okay. Black Friday yeah, that is so, crazy. Speaking so of I got people some, getting the dicks cut off. <laughs> right. Got some great Wine. supplements from Onnit.com. Not oh. a sponsor, but hey, if you want to kick me something, yeah, I'll definitely. I'll Onnit, definitely you plug should sponsor you us. I will definitely fucking kick us, uh, give you a shout out every single time. Heck yeah. But yeah, I got some great supplements coming in. Pretty excited about Black Ooh. Friday. I uh, got some, uh, what was it, Alpha Brain, the uh, the concentrated Alpha Brain packets. I got some uh, defense body soap. Uh, so, you know, because I, I grapple, I, I, I'm into martial arts, and I want healthy bacteria on my skin to fight off all the bad shit. I don't want to strip it clean. So, so you don't lose your head. I don't want to mm-hmm. lose my head. Um... <laughs> What else did I get? Some fucking vitamins and... Uh, new mood. New mood. New mood. What? What? Gut hell. Yeah, pretty what? excited about it, man. What about you Gut, guys? You guys been shopping? Got my on it hat, motherfucker. What? Mm-hmm. It's been, That's right. Spend no money on Black Friday. Actually, That's yeah. Right. I, no kinda, I personally boycott Zero Black dollars. Friday. Yeah, I did it one time. I slept outside one time in front of Best Buy. Wow. That's fucking gay. And with, within the... <laughs> wow. I know, man. Oh, man. There was just dicks I flying everywhere. I ain't gay. It was crazy. <laughs> I heard penises flying everywhere. Oh, flying dildos. It was incredible. I've never seen so many dildos. We were in West Hollywood, so I guess it's Oh, my yeah, goodness. Actually, yeah, that's uh, What does it taste like? <laughs> actually, I, wouldn't, I don't want to imagine that taste, so let's not even... <laughs> you shouldn't have to have Billy. Yeah. Oh, hey, Billy. back. Oh, I was drunk Zing. when I tasted it. I can't, I can't remember. It doesn't count if it's your own. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> I, cut, I mean, the only way I could fit my own dick in my mouth is I cut the head off. <laughs> oh. <laughs> don't do that though. That'd yeah. be painful. Oh my god. So painful. Probably wouldn't work yeah. out very well. I don't know. I see the videos online, dude, of like uh, everybody like pouring into shops. Like mm-hmm. I don't know. It just like a stampede, dude. Like nobody's ever heard of a sale before, dude. I and know, right? It's like, oh my god, we all need to do this together and fight each other. It's like, Damn. it's like the purge, dude. And it's a uh, it's 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 frustrating, dude. When you see everybody just falling in line, like to I don't know, to like really just trample over people. To you get see, like women stuff. and children getting trampled to get material to possessions. Dude, I watched a video of you guys boxing it out, and it was just insane to me. Like, nice. dude, I'd really? rather cut my head off than over go 60 bucks? than go Black Friday shopping. You yeah. know, I went one year, one time. and I, I didn't go with the idea of buying anything. I went because I thought it was gonna be fun. I was like, oh, it's gonna be great. <laughs> yeah, like, what's, Fuck this, that. what's this Black Friday thing <laughs> everybody's posting about? Actually, I went out there with um, uh, my girlfriend at the time, and uh, it was in Bakersfield. It was at the Valley Plaza, oh, and uh, my buddy that. Tony that I worked with at Quizno Sub. Uh, oh yeah, he, I know Tony. Yeah, we ended up showing up outside waiting, and he got into a fucking fist fight, dude. Oh, oh didn't he? Shit, fuck really? Yeah, up? he fucked up some dude, like knocked his ass out pretty much, and then it turned into a thing of like I separated myself because I con- I wanted to continue the experience. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you later, Tony. <laughs> I'll be over here. Yeah, right. I'm like, I heard this was fun. I'm assuming that doesn't usually happen. Boy, was I fucking wrong. I, I think <laughs> it happens Nick, every Black Friday. Nick and Nigel and them weren't they? They were there. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say I think uh-huh. they were the uh, yeah. yeah. And then um, I ended up uh, pretty much splitting off with 
my girlfriend, Carlos, and all them, and fucking Medina. But anyways, yeah, that was my first experience. And then on top of that, it was it got it just got worse. You know, the lines were terrible. The people inside were just as bad. Just wasn't fun. And every year you hear about some someone getting tased or trampled or yeah, yeah up. it's always happening. And I saw a quote online the other day. It said uh, it was like only in America after the day that we're done giving thanks we rush to get more shit. Yeah, or we try to get more than we already have. And it's, yeah, come on, it's well, not well, like a day of giving; it's a day of acquiring. Really yeah, but that's almost spot with, on. And within, I mean, if you really think about it, within six hours, not even within yeah. a few hours, they don't even do it on Friday anymore. Yeah, it's now Black Black Thursday evening and Friday. Dude, Monday, Monday the next week. Yeah, yeah. Cyber Monday. So Cyber Monday today. I yeah. gotta. I gotta. Sure, actually, we need to shop a little bit online. <laughs> I need to check it out just to check it out. You yeah. never know. What I you need could some be more shit. Yeah. <laughs> I got a fucking plan so that we can stop this Black Friday shit. What we gotta do is we show up next year on Black Friday to different stores, and we have a fucking big ass thing, and we're giving out hot tea. With mushrooms in it. Fuck yes, dude. And everybody's like, why am I here? This is stupid. I'm going to go home with That's my right. family. That's a great idea, Billy. I'm play with my dog. I'm for that. Let's yeah. go out and poison a bunch of people, dude. Fuck <laughs> Goddamn right. Let's get them all drugged up so they can fucking see the true colors, oh, man. man. It's uh, kind of a terrorist, it, it's terrorist either, attack, bro. It's either shrooms or marijuana. I mean, you know, I don't know. I feel like. I think mushrooms would work better. DMT? Yeah. Ooh, Ooh, that'd really work. Better. Yeah, right? I just throw smoke grenades with DMT in it. <laughs> Everyone's just looking up at the sky, shaking. Shaking, fucking foaming at the mouth, oh pissing God. themselves, That'd and then be, everybody hugs each other when they're incredible. done. Maybe that would be incredible. Maybe we shouldn't try that. Just an idea. Maybe on a smaller <laughs> sample Fuck size that. I'm going to definitely yeah. try that. <laughs> you get the whole line outside of Target. Everybody's <laughs> freaking out. They're in the toy aisle, scared huh? as shit. <laughs> Oh man, that really is that's, that is American culture, isn't it? Though I mean, that really does say it. Thanksgiving, where we all get together and pretend like we're thankful for shit, when the next day we're just looking to to buy more shit for ourselves. You know, or you know, hopefully some people are buying shit for Christmas for other people too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's you know, I'm this isn't a blanket statement for everybody, yeah, but you know, uh, it just it, it's crazy how uh, how how it in a you know. Just like that, it, it switches, and it's uh, both ho- like the holidays are one day after after another. It's just, it's mind-boggling. It's almost laughable. I mean, it kind of is, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. You know what, dude? Like the whole the whole Black Friday thing. It's just, <laughs> it's definitely like some sort of like marketing scheme where they try to encourage more people to come out because we're gonna offer the best deals at this time of year and this is that whatever the fuck. But you know, it's all bullshit. And then uh, that whole slogan, like, oh, it's. It's not selfish when you're buying gifts for other people. Like whoever came up with that was just it was just another ploy to help Genius. you fucking buy. To yeah, it's just buy more shit. exactly, dude. Genius. Like it's a perfect little fucking blanket statement that you can put over the feeling of, oh, well, buying all this random shit is a good thing because it's not for me. I'm gonna spend the rest of my money. Like you know, it works. You know, yeah. it works. You can't can't really argue yeah. that. Even yeah. even well, playing you... Christmas music, I think in like early November, people are playing Christmas music and Christmas themed stuff earlier that, and earlier. That upsets order... me on a different scale though, on a, for a different reason well, though. That it's like, dude, let me get through Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving first, yeah, but they want to put let it in your ex- mind before Thanksgiving oh, and before sure. Black Friday, like, hey, Christmas is right around the corner. Mm-hmm. Time to start buying some gifts, yeah. everybody. Right, for me, I feel like my year yeah. at the end starts to overlap, and I like to I like to enjoy my calendar year. Sure, you know, I want to enjoy, uh, you know, November. I want to enjoy December. I don't want them to overlap when fucking you're throwing Christmas carols on on fucking November second. <laughs> Not yeah. to not to 
cut back really quick because I do want to have a I want to talk about that as well. But I think that uh, don't, what do you think about like the economy's uh, reliance on this time of year? Because businesses really do, do oh, yeah. this, rely on, on the fourth quarter yeah, the fourth. more than the other three combined. Yeah. So I mean, it's kind of become yeah. a cornerstone of our economy now yeah. is this time of year. Which is fucking crazy. That is crazy. So what happens yeah, yeah. if you remove that? You know, who knows? Like, if we let's say mm. like ideally we could remove this whole Black Friday shopping for Christmas bullshit. Mm-hmm. Somehow we just purge our society of that notion. Like, what happens to businesses then? I think that businesses have become more and more dependent on it, especially in today's economy, because of the fact that it has been such a low economy, or at least the perceived mm-hmm. notion is that it, yeah. it, we've been in a recession for such a long yeah. time. So the only time that Americans in the last decade or so have been actually going out and like buying things for anybody, including themselves, is around the holiday times, around Christmas. That's the only time that I'll even, you know, buy myself something is my birthday and Christmas. Yeah. So as opposed to before when people, you know, were, were spending, you know, it didn't matter when they were Labor Day sales, yeah. didn't matter. You know what I mean? Like any sort of sale Americans would be attracted to as opposed to when the economy's low and mm-hmm. the only time that people spend their money and loosen up. Is, is for somebody else on Christmas. Well, see, and you, I think you fucking hit the nail on the head. Like, spend it, loosen up, because, like, mm. we have all the power in this in this uh, setup with our economy. Like, we have the power over over people who, over producers and manufacturers and companies. True. We have, with our dollar, we have as many dollars as we have. That's how much power we have over these companies. Right. You don't really realize that you can boycott that shit, and if you, if you really don't want to shop somewhere. Right. And that's why the free market, if we actually had a free market, everything would be so much better because you wouldn't have all this government control, which it ensures with all their rules that they set that only big companies will survive. That's why we have this corporatism that we have today in America. Now, if we got rid of this corporatism, we got rid of all the government control, allowing these big companies to only get bigger, We the, none of these big co- corporations wouldn't even exist because there'd be so much competition in every single sector that it would blow everything out of the water i mean think about it today with the rules that we have the airplane would never be invented all these new technologies that we're using or all these old school technologies that have led to the new technologies today would have never existed because we have so much government control that you don't allow free thinking people to be able to go ahead and pursue an idea mm-hmm. and try to uh, try to make this new technology that no one's ever heard of because of this government just wanting to have every every little coin they want they want to just take every little bit they can possibly fucking have so we need an entire rework of government all around the world so that the people can go have and have a free market and can actually survive and and thrive everybody would be able to thrive if we had this legitimate free market but we don't. It just, we've we've gone too big for our own good, man. It's, it's just turned into like this giant monopoly, and they fucking the government owns the entire side of Boardwalk on that monopoly board mm-hmm. game. So I mean, you know, we just well, just really no. The government owns everything, <laughs> everything, and you pay them rent. Think <laughs> about it. Even if you own a house, guess what? You're still paying your fucking rent every year. It's not yours. Like they yeah. just have yeah. magnets yeah. on the board, and they yeah. just move things around. Yeah. 
You and they control the jail, yeah, yeah, and the money yeah. supply. Yeah, every sure. aspect. They're they're smart, and that's they got the thing. The board and they it's, got millions and millions of people playing and paying taxes on all that shit, dude. Just just crazy. Yeah, they're like, you're not gonna pay two hundred every time you pass collect two hundred. You're gonna no. pay two hundred every time you pass. Yeah, we have this, and room. we're gonna put you in jail. You gotta pay a hundred every time. And what people we need call to, that tax season. Yeah, what pe- <laughs> what people have to realize is. All this system, if you look at it, the government's in everything and making it so hard on everybody. But who's ultimately controlling the government? And it's politicians, right? Politicians are being paid by who? You just got to follow the money. And ultimately, politicians are being paid by these huge corporations and stuff like that. And people with invested interest in certain things. And they lobby and ensure that these people who are supposed to be hired by us, by the people... (laughs) They ensure that these people go ahead and vote on things that ensure their company's stake in the game, no matter what. Mm -hmm. And that makes it so the American people can't thrive because we have the system that's set up. Only me, you, and most of us are not in the game. We're not allowed to be in the game. You make less than forty thousand a year. You're not in the game. No, no, no. I mean, like in all reality, the majority of the United States is not in the game. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh yeah. There's a big fucking game going on, and most of us are not involved. We're involved as except for me. I'm playing. We're involved as the 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 little minions doing the work. Yeah. But <laughs> we're, the, we're the pawns on the board yeah. that they're moving around. Yeah. 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 Which is why pot should be legal. That's right. Everything should be legal. A grown, a grown ass human being should be able to put whatever the fuck they want in their body at any fucking time. Because guess what? You have to own every aspect of the decision process in your Mm -hmm. life. Every decision you make, guess what? You get punished on or rewarded for. Why shouldn't you be able to then take whatever you want and put it into your own body? Since your decision making is all you. Yeah. That should be a hundred percent on you. If you want to drink fucking gasoline and eat fucking dynamite I don't give a fuck yeah. do it you party hard man you're, <laughs> saying, you're saying you can draft me at 18 years old dude to go be in the military and go put my life on the line and potentially take a bullet for this country and for I'm unconstitutional I'm, war <laughs> I'm old enough to do that shit and I'm not old enough to smoke some weed you motherfucker or drink yeah. a beer for that matter at 18 yeah. you know what I mean like if, if they're yeah. If you're going to have these restrictions and say you're not old enough to make these decisions so these things are illegal like especially with the beer thing I wrote a term paper on this one then fuck it. Then make then then you shouldn't be allowed to go to war and fight to the death, dude, for your country. Like, if, and that's the case. Like, make the draft age twenty one, dude. Fuck that. I Freedom. Mean, I don't think our mic was calibrated for that. <laughs> so yeah, I, I mean, it's almost as if the government has, uh, like actually allowed these uh, these these drug kingpins to come out and pretty much rule whatever territory they're in. It's almost like a necessary evil. Yeah. I mean, it kind of seems like they that. ensure it, that the drugs will be on the street. A hundred percent, they with do. the way they do. And it. then what that does, it it allows the government to make these backyard deals where it, if anything goes wrong, they could put the blame on these fucking drug lords, close them down, whatever the fuck mm-hmm. they want. I mean, it's just it's a it's a fucking game, dude. Well, it's, it's a game of the companies, right? Yeah. That I'm talking about. I was fucking, thinking that too. When yeah, I was thinking yeah. big, big. But it goes both those, ways. Those, oh, are the well, new, those are the new drug lords. Yeah. Are the pharmaceutical oh, companies? Also, yeah. one, I was kidding, but one of the yeah, but, really, I mean, it's, but it's serious too. Yeah. Yeah. One of the really huge factors people don't realize either is a thing, little thing called asset forfeiture, which allows the police to go ahead and take money from you, go ahead and arrest you, and do all these fucking crazy things on the idea Pretty that maybe you were 
burn your civil rights. Yeah, maybe you were a drug dealer because you had too much money on you. So he can go ahead and take the money, and he doesn't have to prove. They don't have to prove you're guilty. You're just immediately, you have to prove your innocence instead of the opposite, like the founding, you know, of this country was. Guilty. Exactly. So, <laughs> so uh, like, uh, with asset forfeiture this last year, the police in the United States took more money from people through asset forfeiture than all of the insurance uh, claims for all the burglaries in the United States. So the police officers are making more money off the people of the United States by just taking their money and then the people having to prove their innocence than than the criminals in the United States that the police are supposedly trying to stop. You can you can go on every street corner and find drugs in the United States. They're not putting a dent in it, but they're putting innocent people who are just putting something in their own body in jail and in prison, and it's causing a horrible strain on our entire system. Yeah, because who's and paying for that? We are. We We're are. paying for those motherfuckers being and, and not for them to hunt. What is it like six? It costs us like sixty. It costs it's, each it's inmate sixty-four thousand. It's like forty thousand. Forty thousand dollars a year per person, and it's about and ten thousand. are they? Yeah, dude. it's ten thousand dollars a year yeah. to put a kid well, through dude, through public is school. They're they're company owned, like a company owns it. It's privatized. So, I'm saying it's yeah, privatized. Yeah, dude, that's the so like dude. they're getting they're getting fucking dude. They're getting they're paying cents on the dollar. Like I mean, yeah, they're getting fucking. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure they get certain tax breaks. I'm sure on top of that, they get whatever the oh, fuck for they sure. want. And like, they, and they it's manipulate like, their numbers, dude. To, for sure, it's like to, a tiny little fucking. It's like a tiny little fucking a system, like a little country inside of a country. You and, know? and like bail bondsmen that that. Mm-hmm. Oh, my oh my god, yeah, the whole industry. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a, it, it's and that's the thing. They take the jobs that they give. They they sell us as Americans about the fact that we're a free country, but we're the worst in terms of freedom. Like this is that they. They, they get you as a children to cherish your freedom so bad that that when you actually do something in their eyes that they that they can take your freedom for it you'll pay anything and everything in order to get out of there so when they yeah. get you by the balls you know what I mean you, you come out of you, you pay two thousand dollars just to get out of jail so you can prove your innocence while free you know what yeah. I mean while out on bond and you don't get that money back yeah and also people don't realize that these privatized prisons are guaranteed 80 percent uh, capacity. The state literally signs a thing mm-hmm. saying we will guarantee that you get at least eighty percent capacity. That's why police officers have quotas. Yeah. They have a certain amount of people that they gotta put in jail every month. Yeah. And guess what? It's really hard to find people in a rich neighborhood and get actual convictions because they have money to uh, pay for a fucking good lawyer. Yeah. So they go where to poor neighborhoods, and that's why we have this horrible fucking system we have today oh, that Lord, is just terrible. destroying our inner. City. Cities and making all of our people ultimately fight against one another, and the police officers are too fucking stupid to realize that they're the ones at fault for the majority of the stupid shit going on in this country. Remember, folks, when seconds count, the police are just minutes away, so Mm -hmm. you better start fucking protecting yourself. For sure. I mean, I, I, it's not every police officer per se, but it's definitely the company that owns them. The fucking the the system that what that we have now is at fault. I, I don't want to fuck, fuck, fuck the police, yeah. all of them. Well, that's I mean, Billy. If, you're, if, that, that's employer, if your employer is telling you that you have to do something or you they're don't get do a job, it. I mean, you know it. what I mean? That's it's that's, like that's your livelihood, just like any other American. If if you guys were telling me that I had based on fucking someone else's that's why that's why for the next like two three months. That's why we don't 
sign up for those jobs because we're yeah. not willing to, we got a fucking we're not willing conscious. to screw people over yeah. in order to make that money. And now, I'm sure some cops go into it with the best intentions to help I'm people, sure but do. inevitably, you end up giving tickets to good people who are, are trying to scrape and they by. Turn yeah. You know what it is, man? Easy what it really yeah. is, is like, I actually, I, I, I know a friend, uh, I don't think he would mind if we dropped his name, uh, Justin. I don't, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, a buddy of mine, Justin. I won't say his last name. How about that? I just won't yeah. say his last What's name. What's his last name? Um, our, our friend Justin, Justin <laughs> he actually, uh, Justin uh, he was, he's a great guy. Uh, just just seems like a very uh, a, a conscientious person mm-hmm. on other people's feelings and how they are and just being a good person in general. And he actually wanted to apply and become a, uh, a, a Los Angeles police officer. Mm-hmm. He went through the entire process down to the last interview, and he pretty much was just a few weeks away from – actually you know going through with it and then the one reason that they ended up denying his application was because um his wife actually has a cannabis uh, a medical card wow. and they deem that as immature and to be honest if there's anybody that i know personally that should have been a cop it's definitely justin uh, he's he's such a big guy and he's just so well spoken and he just wants peace that i think he he would have been that one officer that yeah. would have handled the situation uh, uh, I mean, much better than some guy that's willing to pull his gun out or whatever the fuck. But I, yeah, I just, I just, I just think Justin actually thinks on his feet rather than <laughs> reacting to emotions and hey, reacting to anger. His, and his approach to it too is really fucking sure. cool. Hundred percent. He kept on saying because I remember when he first told me he was like, "Yeah, you know, I'm, I want to become LAPD. Eventually, maybe I want to become a detective." Yeah. And I kind of, I just instinctively kind of gave him this look like, ah. Uh, and I have family members who are police officers, have been it's in the military. But it is. It's like, oh, you want to be a cop? Yeah. Even though well, it's something I considered in the past, too. Yeah, and I considered like, it. And he was like, I, that's why I want to be a cop, is to change people's minds because that's what you feel when you see it. That's what he told me. His yeah. first reason yeah. he wanted to become a cop was to change people's minds on that. Because sure. he could be something different and show that it was a little yeah. different. I think society could guy. benefit from, from better police officers. Yeah. Well, and they wouldn't I mean, let him. For what? What we need is... We need, we need immature, quote-unquote. Because they can't mold him into <laughs> yeah. what they want. Yeah, that's they can't exactly mold him into the they, guy. They, that's, they need people that's like it. Justin. Well, they, they need people like Justin. They have an IQ cap in most police departments. If you score too high an IQ test, they will not hire you. I'd they like want people. They want people that will... They want people that will follow orders and take orders. So they don't want people like him. They don't want people that are actually going to go ahead and try to change things or anything uh-huh. like that. What we do need, well, though, is we need educated police officers. We need so. people that realize what all the uh, this entire system is doing is completely wrong. And it's completely you know anti-human in all reality. We need uh, police officers that literally stay put just like the fire department and wait for people to call them. Not go out looking for fucking crime. It's not yeah. fishing. Dude, unmarked squads are the biggest bullshit. <laughs> I don't know you guys, you guys have a lot of those out here, but back home, like they would, they would, you mean you would eventually, you would figure out where they would hang out, but they would have speed traps all the time. That's how I got my first ticket. Oh, you, you're not, here you're dude. That's fucking entrapment. Here, you right don't here. have to pull over for them. You just keep mm-hmm. driving. I'm sorry, it was an unmarked vehicle. I fucking thought I he was going to try. Well, you know, yeah, you know how many you know how many chicks have gotten raped because oh, dude, of that? Oh, for sure, a lot. Of course, I was saying that as a joke, because no, you know, like you can get a Crown Vic and matter. make it look like yeah. you just fucking have they a flashlight. Like yeah. yeah, they, they sound like exactly. that with the with the spotlights on everything. So, so you can get one, you can buy one, and you can act like you're fucking cop, pull somebody over, do whatever the fuck you want. Most people are guess what. Scared shitless of the police, cause why police make stupid can, fucking mistakes constantly? I think most people would can steal go your life as far as letting them put handcuffs on them. 
Like I think oh, yeah. most people, I would say seven seven out of ten would actually go as far as letting the officer put handcuffs on them before they realize that something's kind of wrong. If I'm, and that's in my opinion, that's fucking that's too that's too oh, yeah. long. Yeah. You're already at it's a disadvantage. Yeah. Yeah, that's you're it, dude. Some deep shit. Yeah, it's better it. be a like, fucking really good head butter. I'm, I'm gonna be honest. I probably would too. Like I I wouldn't really know what to look for outside of like a name, a badge. Mm-hmm. If um, I am, say you have the right to, yeah. to call and you, you you're allowed to just crack your window, slide them your license mm-hmm. and information. And say, you know, I'd like, I'd like for you to call your supervisor and have them come out. You can do that. Mm-hmm. But if you're doing 10 miles an hour over the speed limit and you just want to get it over with, maybe get out of the yeah, ticket, true. you're not going to consider that. Because if, he, if you make his supervisor come out, man, you're he, for sure they're searching the car. Oh, yeah. They're going to do everything they fucking can. Yeah. Which is crazy yeah. that in order to feel safe. You kind of have to put yourself through this fucking yeah. ordeal. And it's bullshit. They, it, it, everybody go home, read the Fourth Amendment, and guess what? It states clearly that you not only need to know the item you're looking for that's illegal, you need to know where the item is, and you need to have a judge's search warrant and probable cause. All of those things, not just one of them. Mm-hmm. We've been fucking lied to for so many years, and you know why? Because the American people on the average is a fucking retard, and they just don't want to do the research that they need to do he done did his research well, no because i need to do the fucking too. research no, I, I disagree with that totally because i mean to, in order to do the research to read that language and to understand it not just what's written in the constitution right you can yeah, read yeah, that yeah. and understand that relatively well but what about all the changes that have happened well, and what, like micro laws that we have like they need to what, what i'm saying to though is they for people what i'm saying though is the Fourth Amendment is very clear, and that's supposed to be the law of the land because that is the ultimate law. That is what everybody's swearing to when they get these jobs. Swear to uphold and defend the Constitution for foreign and domestic yeah, but enemies. Yeah, there are federal laws and there are state laws. Yeah, right? but what so, like, we have to state understand... State override the federal No, laws. absolutely no. not. Not when it comes to the Constitution of the United States. That's why we're a republic. Well, the, a republic... The federal government can, would supersede any sort of state law if it really well, came down to it. Yeah, here's, here's the way it's supposed to work according to the constitution the way it's supposed to getting paid off no, I'm, I'm telling you, if, it, if it were, stance too, doesn't it? I'm telling you, it, it would eventually the, the the like like for example, if you if you have a, a California state pot card and whatnot, like okay. it's it's legal in California to have weed, but if you yeah. get a federal agent oh, yeah, that busts okay. you with the fucking pot with the pot in California, you're still breaking a federal law, and they can still arrest your ass. Yeah, but here here's the problem with all that is the original Constitution states pretty clearly that the states' rights trump federal law, no matter what, except for when it comes to the Bill of Rights and the Constitution of the United States because we're a republic and a republic means that we have a set of rules that cannot be broke and our people have legitimate and actual human rights and these things cannot be broke. So besides that, the states are supposed to be able to come up with whatever whatever laws they want to as long as they don't go ahead and go against one of these constitutional rights that you have. But our republic is being completely destroyed and ransacked. In all reality, we have probably the most social rights that we've ever had in the United States, but we're losing tons of rights as well in other senses when it comes to economical issues. Do you think we're getting too big? Do you think some of that has to do with the No, numbers? it's I not mean, that we're too big. It's that our up. government Ran- is corrupt as yeah, fuck. Random thought. Let's just say way back when, 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 when they decided to write these rules and these laws and and they really kind of put that into perspective. They're like, all right, we have this many people to deal with. It's legal to do this because it's not an issue right now. But once you multiply that group by, I don't know, 10, 
15, mm-hmm. 20, whatever the fuck. Eventually, that one little issue that wasn't that big is all of a sudden a major catastrophe. I mean, I'm just saying, like, for uh, a small example is the gun law. Like, uh, okay, you have the right to bear arms. Did we really ever expect to get – I mean, how many people are in the U.S. right now? 350 million. 350 million. 350 million people, and there are more guns than there are people. That's a lot of fucking firearms. I mean, I'm just saying, like, what if we got too big? What if yeah, there were just too many of us? divided into quarters. But that's, that's the thing. It's steak, baby. <laughs> that, yeah, that's the thing is the only – Issues I see as far as too big goes would be the issues uh-huh. of resources. That's resources the only sure. thing I would see. Yeah. The Free the other power. issues, the uh, power is what we need, man. We need well, that's the thing is we don't we need. Have, we have a glowing star that can supply us with energy for the next fucking I don't know oh, yeah. fifty thousand years until this fucker decides to burn out and blow up and become a fucking uh-huh. black hole. That could be tomorrow. You never it know. It could Playboy. be, bro. We oh. Earth's only like 10,000 years old. Doom and blue. Oh, yeah. Come on. It's Joe Rogan's special. What kind of fucking dummies are we making? (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, dude, so uh, we can totally go solar. We can cut that out. Um, As far as food goes, I'm going to be the first to admit I don't really know of the best route to take. Um, I think we should definitely cut back on the, uh, the meat industries, though. I think we need to figure out more of like a humane way of going about it. And I think we need to figure out a smarter way of going about it. Like rather than killing chickens let's figure out a way to use more eggs because chickens produce eggs pretty much every fucking day like let's figure out a way to where most americans i would say i mean would you guys agree 60 let's say you you get a you get a pie chart and we base that pie chart off of what's on the average american's dinner plate i'd say 70 percent of it's probably protein probably meat right i mean i'm I'm, i have a fat steak that's over a pound usually Mm. and i got like two cups of veggies and a little bit of well actually right now it's like mainly veggies but you know, usually it's like potatoes or something, oh, yeah. or like rice. Or you know, I, I have an interesting take or some on that. Bread. I have an interesting take on that. And, mm, gluten. Uh, what's gluten, baby? What's Not the gluten. what's funny is uh, there nowadays because of the technology we have and everything, people are having less children. So that means the population is going to take a big dive pretty soon. You got to think there's a lot of old people right now, mm. you know, and a, and a lot of these old people in the next ten years are going to be dying off. I mean, that's a good quarter of the population or whatever oh, sure. is going to be dying Not off. The pharmaceutical companies and, have anything to say about it? Oh yeah. no, the pharmaceutical companies are killing those motherfuckers <laughs> off too. Well, yeah, but everybody in the world's on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, but you gotta if you look at the pharmaceutical industry they're they're really really greedy and i mean for example look at oxycontin look how much money they make off oxycontin and they just keep pumping it out you could fucking go in there and be like oh my toe hurts and they'll give you oxycontin that's fucking heroin that's toe (laughs) but anyways (laughs) about the whole population thing uh it's going to be dropping really significantly in the next 50 years because people are not having as many kids because back in the day you had more kids to ensure that you had somebody that was going to take care of you later on in life and nowadays we have all this technology people are living longer all these different things we have things. senior homes which yeah. I mean it's kind of bizarre to me because growing up it was like even to this day uh, uh, to what I, I, I'm accustomed to and I don't, I don't know if this is like uh, um, because of my ethnicity or if it's because of like my background or whatever but in in my culture it's it's common for the oldest to take over the 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 responsibility of caring for his mother so if my mom eventually becomes too old to care for herself my sister has that obligation or my brother and then it falls down to me and right now it's not the oldest that's taking care of my grandmother but it's actually the middle child which is my aunt glenda and she's been taking care of my grandma for the last 
10, 15 years. Don't get me wrong. My grandmother's still a very capable woman. She's mm-hmm. 85, 80, 85 or 86, and she's still fucking rocking it out. She's still there mentally, physically. She's still walking a little bit slow. Recently had hip surgery, so she's kind of recovering from that. I'll just but, drown. Dude, I'll just drown my mom. Yeah, that. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like senior homes is something that's kind of foreign to me. Like that was never a thing, and then all of a sudden it just. And then you start seeing all these posts about certain senior homes that are like taking abuse. They're and, outrageous. Yeah, stuff. like the, the, they're charging Four them fucking like two mm-hmm. three times as much for certain personal items. They're fucking. I mean, going as far as not providing the proper care that you're actually paying for. They're putting shit in their butts. It's a prison, shit in it's the a prison butts. system. It's a prison system for mm-hmm. old people. Because, I mean, it's what it boils down to. it's also a big-ass orgy system for old people, too. <laughs> Dude, in today's world, if it doesn't make dollars, it's not going to fucking, like, yeah. it's not going to be around. Like, the things yeah, the look at the cancer industry. <laughs> are there to make fucking money. Like, this, our whole system is set up to make money. It's It's... It's uh, it's crazy when when they show the visualization in the Matrix of everybody plugged in and that they're using our bodies for electricity. It's very similar to like to that, except when you're born, you get tapped into financially, and that people, the government, all these industries, all, all everybody is basically just sucking money out of everybody, dude. And that's that's pretty much what it is. That that's the the corporate machines. Taxation <laughs> is theft. People, wake the fuck up. Yeah, it's pretty all bad. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know for sure. Well, um, that was great so far. I want to cover one last topic before we uh, cut this one out. Um, uh, we're gonna end it with the uh, Khabib versus Tony Ferguson, man. Cool, because uh, Khabib I, versus Conor McGregor. What do you guys think? Khabib I think, uh, versus Conor McGregor or Tony Ferguson. I think that I'm ready to go see Doctor Strange and get this dimensional shit. But um, Khabib <laughs> versus Tony Ferguson. I think that Ferguson's got really solid jiu-jitsu, so if he does get taken down, I think there's a possibility he could choke him out okay. off of his back. Uh, I think if he fights, I think if Khabib fights Connor, I really think Khabib's going to get knocked unconscious. Oh, cool. All right. I think he yeah. keeps his hands too low, especially when he shoots, and Connor's too accurate and too fast. He's going to end up kneeing him in the face on the way in or giving him... Some fucking shots from hell. Yeah. What about you, Mike? I uh, I second the notion of if Khabib fights Connor, I think Connor lays him out in the first round uh, because any other scenario is most likely Khabib dragging him down to hell. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't think Connor wants to go to hell. So, yeah, all biblical sides, uh, notions aside, I'm pretty sure Connor knocks him out in the first, uh, basically touching base with what Billy said. Uh, he seems like he has holes in the stand-up striking game at this point uh, against the skilled striker. Uh, Khabib against Tony Ferguson, however, uh, I've got Khabib uh, by submission or decision because he mm-hmm. dominated him on the ground. That's fair. All right. What about you, Matt? Uh, man, I, I'm just I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make predictions on Conor McGregor fights. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think it's that's a safe bet, dude. You no, know, I'm sure it's uh, keeps surprising everyone. You never, you really don't know what's gonna happen. I'm, I'm still new into all this, but it seems like it, man. It seems like he's just unpredictable. You don't know what's going to come. He just switches it up on you, and boom. Yeah. yeah. That left hand. That 100%. left hand, dude. 100%. I don't know, man. Derek, what about you, man? Who you got? Uh, if uh, Khabib and Connor fight, I have to go with Bill. I think Connor's going to touch that chin, and I'm only basing that off of Michael Johnson landing that left hand against Khabib, and he landed it a couple times, and one of them actually really shook him up. Um, if Khabib and Ferguson fight, 
I'm going to have to give it to Khabib. I think he's he's a little bit shorter. He's going to be able to really get on the inside because that's what he's good at. Mm-hmm. And he's going to kind of grapple his way uh, into a, a decision victory, maybe like a late uh, submission in like the fourth or fifth round. But if Tony Ferguson fights Connor, I'm going to have to give it to Ferguson only because Ferguson is also very unpredictable, and he loves that front kick. And the one thing that Connor has said himself and one thing that we've seen Connor struggle with is that the only way you can really beat Connor is if you have some attributes, is like he, is what he said. You have to be bigger than me, you have to be longer than me. Nate Diaz was both of those, and we saw what he did in the first fight. Yeah. He was able to surprise Connor. Um, I'm not saying Connor's going to go into the fight against Tony if they fight. Hypothetical. Mm-hmm. If Connor goes into the Tony Ferguson fight, I'm not saying he's going to take him lightly like he did against Nate Diaz in the first fight. But I do think Tony presents some challenges to Connor that Connor may not really see coming. One of those being he is a taller and longer right. fighter. That he's range. Gonna, so he's going to have more yeah. of a range than Connor's going to have. So, and also that front kick, he's so good at it, and he's so good off his back that the moment it hits the mat, he's still dangerous. He's Tony's really, really dangerous. So I, I think that's more of a dangerous matchup for uh, Connor because of the striking part. Because of, because Tony's a better striker than he, than than Khabib is. So yeah, if Khabib. Fights Ferguson, I got Khabib. But if Ferguson fights Khabib, I got, I got Ferguson in that. I'm sorry, if Ferguson fights McGregor, I got Ferguson. And I'm taking, it's like weird. I don't yeah. know. It's like they all beat each other, but they don't at the same time. Either way. All oh, right, guys. I'm taking bets all day on Connor. Yeah. All right, everyone. Thanks again for listening. Long winded spiel. Ooh, episode 11. Episode uh, 11. Yeah. Uh, coming at you from Chatsworth. Uh, stay tuned. We'll be uh, rocking another one out probably sometime at the end of this week. Um, thanks again, Matt Roadhouse Rodick, for Woo. joining us. Uh, Mike Gilman yeah, and Billy is in here right now. Billy, Billy, Billy starting his magic carpet ride well, on the started, Yeah, he's already he's taking off right now. He's just going off to a different dimension. So, mm-hmm. thanks again, everyone. Happy holidays. I'll, I'll talk to you soon. <laughs>